This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Attention candle lovers, AM7 Apothecary wants to ignite your love of music. Our candles are complemented by exclusive playlists to match every mood. Visit am7apothecary.com to find your new favorite candle. We accept all major cards and offer shop pay with a firm for fast and easy payments. Follow us on Instagram or Facebook at AM7 Apothecary and join our newsletter for updates, discounts, and more. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Wokish Podcast. This is season four, episode two, mm-hmm. and I am your girl, Lady E, and we want to welcome everybody and thank you for joining us. Here, we bring comedy, creativity, and culture to our people, and if this is your first time joining us, make sure you like, share, and subscribe on Instagram at Wokish underscore podcast, and you can also watch all of our podcasts on YouTube at Wokish Podcast. Let me introduce you to the team, Coach. Oh, hey. Hey, it's me. that's you. That Okay, yeah, that's me. Last time I checked. That's... You're not on the team no more? I am. Okay, I'm, I'm tell me what it place. is. I'm all over the place. I'm everywhere. I'm everywhere and nowhere. You're everywhere and nowhere. Yep. That's great. Yep. <laughs> I'm like a ghost. I'm like Batman. Okay. Are you excited about the movie coming out? Yes. I know you are. Oh, guaranteed. I felt it in my spirit. Well, that and the fact that I said it. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait. I already bought my ticket. So. Could not care less. Whatever. I will be there <laughs> with all those old people early in the earliest oh show possible. Yes. Your matinee. I'm back. This is my element. This is my happy place. I will be there. When there's seven people in the movie theater and it's just me eating my chicken tenders. Nice. And maybe drinking something. At 10 a.m. Whatever. Hey, I'm not here to yuck your yum. Why don't you go ahead with the, the thing? <laughs> keep talking about yum. Oh, uh, by the by the way, my um I keep I think uh I think Popeyes is like tracking me. What? I know that's real random. It extremely. What are we talking about? All right. I never get any kind of indications on emails or apps or nothing like that for Popeyes at all. Okay. But every time we come out here, or even <laughs> I'm even if I'm thinking about coming out here, uh-huh. it pops up on my in my on my phone, and it popped up this morning. It's like ten o'clock this morning. I looked at it and like I think, we, like we know you're like gonna we be know in the you, area. we know you're gonna be in the area, so you <laughs> might as well get this chicken. It's on sale. I'm like, what? Like, what is wrong with y'all? So they tracking me, y'all. I mean, they're. Technically tracking everybody. They're tracking me specifically because, I mean, I, I don't look up Popeyes. Do you like Popeyes, though? I do like Popeyes, but the thing is, though, I don't look it up. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. I haven't been there in months. I'm talking about months and months and months. Uh-huh. And I wasn't looking at anything involving Popeyes whatsoever. And then all of a sudden, 10 o'clock this morning, I get an indication, hey, we got, we got chicken on sale. <laughs> and guess what? Right next to a Popeyes. I'm on to that game. I see what they're doing. Now the now the major question is, did it work? Are you going to Popeyes? No. Oh. I'm well, not going to Popeyes. That was a waste of an email there. That's what I'm saying. Hey. I'm still getting something. They try you can't knock them for trying. Nope. Okay. <laughs> but now I'm now I'm thinking. Now do I, do I want now do I want some chicken? It may not be Popeyes, but I want some chicken now. Shoot. That's understood. I'm hungry. I am hungry. I see. All right, go ahead. Finish with this thing. Go ahead. I'm done with the intro. Oh, okay. Well, I was wanting to talk to you about a couple of things that we got going on. Okay. All right. 
it's something that's going around recently that a certain group of people, <laughs> um, I'm not going to say who. You don't have to. But they are very, very, very strong against what they call, quote unquote, critical race theory. Mm-hmm. In black folks terms, that's history. Right. That's just history, not African-American history, not American history. That's history. Right. Certain people are afraid of that particular history because they don't want it to be exposed. They don't want to go out there and show any kind of racial differences or anything like that. They just want everybody to learn, you know, whatever it is, like almost like they want everybody, all the kids to be in a bubble. Now, what are your thoughts on that? Um, I have several thoughts. Okay. Um, first, I think that it is uh, interesting that it's called a theory. Because mm-hmm. um, a theory would propose that it is someone's opinion that that um, theoretically speaking, yeah, poss- it's possible, it's possible that, that this happened. Um, but there is uh, not enough concrete evidence to support its validity right that's offensive yes um that's all i'll say about that piece uh (laughs) second um i think that it's really annoying that there's no other way for me to put it i think that it's really annoying that they want to control the narrative always at every single point. It's so annoying mm-hmm. because it's like you created the situation, your people created the situation. Mm-hmm. Now that it's over and people are calling you out on your shit, now it's oh, well, I don't think I want it taught like that. They're clutching the pearls. But you did it like that. Yeah. So absolutely not. And I also think that um educators administrators people who are a part of that system Mm -hmm. need to stand up and say something because when i i went to cma high school go pharaohs um and my global issues teacher was jewish and i'd be damned if we didn't learn about every aspect of the holocaust and read books about it and did papers Mm -hmm. on it yeah Damn near dissertation. One of my papers was my writing sample to get into college. Like, that's how extensive it was. And nobody said shit to him, although I love him. Hi, Mr. Fenton. Um, Nobody said shit to him about anybody learning about the Holocaust. Nope. But now, all of a sudden, this is a race theory? It's offensive. Yeah. And I I agree with you 100 percent. But my theory is a little bit well. my thought process is a little bit deeper, a little bit stronger, too. Okay. how the hell can you go out there and try to try to go out there and hide something that actually happened? Exactly. Like, how can you actually go? Because the whole thing of when I was in school, people taught history because guess what? The shit happened. Right. You're not going out there and saying, oh, we're going to try to use critical race theory when it comes to the Native Americans. Right. You know, because they go out there and try to whitewash that, too. Absolutely. All the time. Those like people forget that. And it's almost like it's it's all the history that surrounds their fuck up. Exactly. It's like just because you fuck up 
we got to go out there. Like, nobody has to know that you fucked up. Exactly. It's like, wait a minute. No, no, it don't work out like that. Because if we go out there and fuck up on something, then it's, hey, what do you, oh, like, you know, they, they right. hop on us like white on rice. It's right. just like, you can't go out there and you can't pick and choose. Right. You can't pick and choose history. Guess what? History happened. Right. Slavery happened. The Holocaust happened. I mean, like, the, the genocide of Native Americans, that happened. Right. Who caused that? Who was responsible for that? I don't know the people from the Europeans, like from from uh, from the European uh, areas, mm -hmm. and how did they do it? They did it by a number of ways, right? You know, like they brought a lot of people from the from the motherland, from Africa, right? Without them knowledge, I mean, like just just took us right away from the continent and say, all right, now we about to go move y'all over here to go do something, right? Oh, like you know what? It's some people already over here, but we don't really necessarily like them. We do like their land, so what we're gonna do is go out there and just give them some smallpox and some uh, some diseases and stuff like. That y'all go ahead and hold on to that real quick, hop right. forward quick for me. Oh man, it's, you guys are gone. That, that that sucks. Well, we're gonna move over into your neighborhoods and like just kind of do whatever. And then uh, and, and and guess what? You know, Hitler. Guess what? he was like, you know what? I'm not really feeling this. Right. Let's go ahead and just knock these guys out and just and just and just knock out six million people. And they teach all of that other stuff to the to the letter to the t without any kind of hesitation right. but anytime it comes to black and white relations then it's oh my god no i don't want like i don't want little susie to be out there looking at at, at J uh, Jalen over there like oh my god he's he's black but oh I, my goodness I like no just look just hey like that's all taught everything that they go out there and teach us that's taught that's right. taught that's all taught because when we were growing up as kids we were surrounded by nothing but black people white people asian people arabic people it didn't matter right because we were kids because it was a child like we were kids right there was no other like way we were looking at it but as we got older now it's like oh yeah i do see the difference physically but i mean it's about the it's about the person it's about things like that we were raised the right you know the right way not to go out there and look at somebody and judge somebody by the color of their skin right. it's about the character but y'all want to y'all want to rob students of that whole process yeah you're I, actually making it worse but i think it's also that they're scared i think truly that if they want us to believe that the people that they took and, and brought over here enslaved mm -hmm. were not contributing to the African society in the how first you, how place. How do you know that? How do I know that no, that's so what no, they no, want? No, how do they, how right, do they, right, like, exactly. how do they know that? But I think that that's the narrative that they want to continue to create because if we really as a people got back to understanding who we were mm -hmm. and, and what truly was going on in the context of pre-slavery, yeah, it would change the trajectory of how we feel about our history. What if Wakanda actually was based on something for real? You know, I kind of think that it is. I, I mean, look at like look at Atlantis. They talk about that. That was around a long time before anybody. Yeah. And it just mysteriously disappeared. But I mean, I mean, what's to say that that wasn't our, a group of our people? Exactly. That was so technologically advanced that, you know, blah, blah, blah. Exactly. And one last thought. Mm hmm. I think that um, I saw this meme on Facebook, and it did, it, I, did I post it? Probably you post so much, whatever, so much. I, yeah, that's anywho. That's a problem. I, I think that um, the meme said something to the effect of the reason why you don't want us, um, you don't want um, uh, race theory in the schools is because you don't want your grandchildren to learn that you were the one. 
that was standing at the counters spitting mm-hmm. on people. Mm-hmm. I think that they're trying to cover up their history. Yep. Because then it messes with their lineage. Yep. Because imagine if their daughter or their granddaughter actually is like looking at him like, whoa, wait, wait. Who who agrees with race theory? Right. It's like, well, wait a minute. You our great 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 grandparents it wouldn't even be that far yeah it's not even great great it's like great maybe maybe depending on who we're talking about because we're talking about civil rights in the 60s that's only 60 years ago that's my mom and my dad and my mom mom was born in 55 my mom was born in 52 so to know that when you know in detroit the the civil rights movement was going on Mm -hmm. that it was your mom karen (laughs) <laughs> who was throwing food and um, sick and dogs yeah and and, and fire hoses yep. on my mom mm-hmm. so now that that's a different type of conversation yep it's like the the winners always want to control the narratives like and it's because winners write the history that's so true every single thing that has happened anytime somebody wins it's always they're the ones that end they're, up it's writing their the story mm-hmm. instead of looking Solely. at the victim yeah that's crazy yep well, um, moving right along, I wanted to talk to you about Love is Blind. Have you watched it on Netflix? You know what? I scrolled for a second and I was about to press You should play, have. You then, missed it. And then I started watching something on A&E. Oh, wow. That's sad. Whatever. No, A&E? I was like, yeah, I was watching on <laughs> A&E. It was about serial killers or something. Oh, Whatever. okay. You're telling your business. Anywho, um, so anywho, the the um, Netflix series is about uh, 15 men and 15 women coming together. It's pretty much a dating show. Mm-hmm. And they come together, and the onus of the show is to fall in love with somebody without knowing what they physically look like prior to falling in love with them. So it's not necessarily like married at first sight where they just kind of show up and everybody you get married and you have no knowledge of this person. You're coming in and you get to talk to them for 10 days, 15 days, um, exclusively just you and them, no cell phones, no social media, no computers, no nothing, no outside distractions. And they come into these pods and they talk to each other to figure out who they like, who they don't like, whatever. When the guy is ready to um, take the relationship to the next level, he proposes in the pod. So he still doesn't see her. If she accepts the proposal, then they meet the next day. It's crazy. Okay, so what if happens if they don't like if it's just whatever? I mean, you have an opportunity to just say no. They're just kicking it and then that's it? No, like they're engaged. And then after they meet each other, um, they have four weeks to live together, continue to date. And then they show up to a wedding ceremony. And then at the altar, they choose whether they want to get married or not. It's crazy. I would so do it. Would you do it? No, I wouldn't do that shit. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Hell no, I ain't doing that shit. Now, that that is that is. I mean, it's different. I will give them that. That is definitely different. And I. It's like, like the dating. It's like the dating show. It's like the old dating shows. Yes. Where they sit out there and have like the little wall. Yes, and, exactly. And stuff like that. Like, tell me about a time where you blah blah blah. Oh, I was out there. Blah, blah, blah. Right. And then they and then they turn around and be like, oh hey, you know blah blah blah. Right. Hey, I, okay, I, I got that. But no, I would not do that. Like, if you're gonna date, yes, that wouldn't be that'd be a great idea for something dating wise. But to marriage, absolutely not. 
Why? Because things change. Four weeks. I only know the person for a month and a half. I mean, there are there are people who have met each other and got married four weeks later after they met. It's some and people that have got married after two days. They've, of married, they've been married for 60 years. So what's the difference? I mean, when you all, know, you know. And it's also people that's been together for, you know, known each other for 20 some years have never been married. True. So it's going so to be a gamble either way. Right. So I guess what I'm saying is the preface of the show where it's get to know somebody before you physically connect with them is that a possibility yeah that's that now that part yes i do agree with that because i believe that that actually should be the 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 basis of every relationship is right. like you should know the person as a whole because you shouldn't just be dating just to go out there and smash and just to smash you should be doing something a little bit more now I, when i was younger i really give two shits oh Okay. I mean, whatever. This is just these are just <laughs> facts. But I mean, as I've gotten older, I was a re- always mature, more mature guy anyway. Sure. But it's like as I got older, it was like you know what? It's sort of more substance. You know, she's stupid. I don't really feel like dealing with her. She's crazy. Blah blah blah. Let me keep on moving. So then it kind of forms what you're looking for. So I do kind of a, I do definitely agree that learning somebody by their personality is a lot better than just doing it by physical. Mm-hmm. But that concept right there, the marriage part of it, I can't get with. Not like that. Not like not under that. Stuff. I mean, people get divorced every day anyway. What's the difference? I mean, it, it, there's a lot of difference. I mean, they should have went out there and did they got their shit together. Well, they tried by themselves and it didn't work, which is why they signed up for the show. So they signed up for Netflix and said, hey, let's yes. Go. Absolutely. I mean, it's better than the people who get married at first sight, though, right? Now, uh, my question is, my only other question is this. Are those people... Have they been in like marriages before? Are they or just like different kinds of like different kinds of people? Are they all just straight up single, never been married, or is it just like varies? Is this a very person by person? Like, or oh, this person was married at some point? Nope. Nope. Nobody on the show has ever been married. They're all single. They all do not have children. Oh, so that's just the yeah, that's just the hookup then. Like 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 the hookup part is fine. But I mean that I mean it's one of those things that if that's what you're looking for, then it makes sense. Okay, well, is it over with? Is the show over with or is it like a season of No, it's a season. So they just released episodes yesterday, so you can go on there and catch up. Yeah, I'll get right on that. So if you okay, let's say hypothetically you do go and you you're like, Okay, I'm gonna participate. Mm-hmm. What are some of the things that you would need to you would want to ask the other person while in the pod um to help you make a decision on whether you would want to continue a relationship with them or not? One of the major ones I would go out there and look for is a sense of humor. Really? Yeah. Why? Why would why is that primary? Because we have to learn to laugh with each other. Because mm-hmm. if I'm gonna be around you forever, mm-hmm. then we have to be able to like laugh at anything. You know, to kind of be able to for me it's important just to be able to find the humor in every situation. Mm-hmm. Because if you take a lot of things too seriously, it it'll it'll just make it'll do more damage than anything else. That's just my theory. That's mm-hmm. just my thought process. And even if the comedy is a little dark, like a little darker, you know, that, that that's kind of my thing too, is I'm a little darker on the comedy side. Like, you know, I see things and I just kinda like laugh when I shouldn't be and it's like eh. But I mean it's that's that. For me it's a sense of humor and definitely intelligence. I cannot stand a dumbass woman. Oh. Okay. I'm talking about like not necessarily scholastically, but I'm mm-hmm. just talking about like no kind of common sense, no kind of like nothing. Doesn't have an opinion about anything. Yeah, like kind of flighty. Man, 
and I don't know, da, da, da. and it, and it was like, uh, no, I need some, I need something, I need some kind of feedback, something to give, give me something, shit. Would you ask about their appearance? Because some people uh, decided not to ask any physical questions, and then some people did. Like at least like how tall are you or um uh I, do you have dark hair or light hair or you know whatever I would like if I was gonna if I were gonna ask a physical question it would be more of like what would you consider your body type okay because my theory is always I'm a fan of curves uh-huh. period I don't just, just whatever curves if you're like skinny as a rail then I got I got nothing for you gotcha. But other than that, like, and that would probably be the only question I would ask. Like, that. yeah, one guy was asking um, if I took you to a concert, could I comfortably sit you on my shoulders? Well, that's kind of subjective. Because <laughs> he didn't want a plus size girl. I, I get that, but it's like, bro, like that's kind of subjective. Because what if your shoulders is just weak? What Facts. if you weak? Facts. What if, like, are you strong enough to go out there and care, and put somebody on your shoulder? Well, if he is weak, then he knows. That you got to be, you know, one thirty five or under for me to get you on my shoulders. I guess, man, like like that. That's real. I mean, I get. Hey, whatever. He's the one that's trying to get married. I guess. Yeah. But so I think for me though, it would it would be um, like I would need to know how your life was set up. I would need to know everything like about your past. If there was any like major traumas or traumatic experiences I think everybody has them but for me the more that I watch shows especially dating shows all of your now is based off of the answers to previous experiences right so like for example let's say your love language is words of affirmation generally somewhere down the line somebody was talking crazy Mm -hmm. about you or to you which made you need that kind of affirmation to kind of get through your life, right? Mm-hmm. So for me, it would be like, tell me how you grew up. Tell me what your parents are like. Tell me the dynamic of your household. Like, what's your story? Because I think that kind of lets you know. Like today, you could tell me, oh, I'm a funny guy, you know? And it's like, oh, okay, cool. I, I like to laugh. To me, that's very surface in in exchange for hey i have to find comedy in things because i had a fucked up childhood yep you know what i mean and so not necessarily saying that's your story but i'm just saying as an example so i think for me i would have to know the story and how you got there in order for me to kind of know more about your now well one of the other questions that's really that's really good because it's real detailed and it kind of gives you a little because sometimes it gives you a window into what may happen in the future right right because history does repeat itself yep uh one of the other questions i was sitting there thinking about what i would ask would be what is more important to that person Mm -hmm. financial stability Mm -hmm. or love Mm -hmm. and a lot of people would just be like oh what does that mean i mean like would you would you rather feel secure you know what would you rather do would you rather just base your complete marriage on just love i absolutely love you just all the raw emotion mm-hmm. or finances like can you know, yeah. am i gonna be able to take care of you financially are you gonna are we gonna be able to take care of each other um, financially or you know like basically are we gonna be able to live our lives as far as the household is concerned right 
just on a financial level which one is more important right and if you need stability and security right what classifies as stability and security for you right and another one i had because i wrote it down while we were you know talking about it mm -hmm. um another one i came up with is what is your definition of a perfect evening with your spouse okay why would you ask that and the reason why i would ask is that because what I think is a perfect evening may not be a perfect evening to you. Right. So if you want to go dancing or whatever, and mm -hmm. I'm not feeling dancing and shit like that or whatever, mm -hmm. then it's not going to be a, it's not going to be a, it's not going to be anything. It's just going to be a kind of, I'm, I'm a go, I'll go and I'll just be kind of like disappointed or I'll right. be mad because I don't want to be there. Right. Or if I want to go to a baseball game or a football game and, and, and she's not she, a fan she of, hates sports. she hates sports. Right. Then it's all right. Now she's feeling like she's forced to go to the, to the football game. Right. She's not really paying attention. She doesn't care. And it's just that little bit of contention. So my theory is, is that if my question would be, are we going to be able to coexist under normal circumstances like what what would be like our normal what would be a normal day for us right you know what i mean and if we can ha handle being together for each other in a normal setting mm -hmm. but so as far as the hobbies are concerned mm -hmm. it what where do you draw the line like what if she's like i don't understand football mm -hmm but I will cook the chicken at your Super Bowl party. Mm -hmm. Is that like a little give or give yeah. and take? Yeah. Or is that just like, if you don't like football, then I can't fuck with you. No, it's not that because that's the situation I'm in now. Like she's not necessarily a sports fan, uh -huh. but she's willing to go out there. We watched the Super Bowl. Okay. That's the first time in, in a couple of years. No, we did it the year before that too. But before that, we weren't watching Super Bowl. I was doing whatever I was doing, right. watching the Super Bowl, wherever I was watching it. And she was waiting for the halftime show. She would gotcha. just tell me, just text me when the, uh, when the halftime, when the halftime show, show about to start. Uh -huh. And I was like, exactly. So I would do that. But I mean, as last couple of years, it's been she'll sit there and watch and like, you know, whatever. If she has a question about something, she would you know ask and I'll answer it without any. She takes a little bit more interest into what I'm interested in right and that's the thing is that that you have to do as like i think that's a that's a core you have to learn how to kind of do that with each other like like in case and in her case she likes ballroom dancing mm -hmm. i absolutely don't like doing ballroom she knows this <laughs> i don't I'm not i'm not breaking any news or right like that. but have i done it with her yes are you at least a little decent like you I'm are you right. stepping on her feet and no stuff? I'm, look come on I, I'm I, gotta, I mean, that's, I'm good. A, that's I'm a viable good. question. Though. I am very, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. But it's just, I just don't necessarily like it. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, I just do it for her. Right. You know what I mean? Like, like it's, it's because I want to enjoy her. So, but those, that's kind of what I'm looking for. It. That's kind of what I would be looking for. Is that can we kind of feed off of each other and kind of learn from each other as opposed to us just being stuck in and doing something that we neither, neither one of us want to do. Yeah. I think another question that I would ask um, is how rooted, like, what are your core beliefs versus things that you're willing to kind of, I don't want to say compromise, but grow on, right? So, like, for example, there's this one couple on there that um, the girl is a Christian and the guy is an atheist. 
And, you know, he's like, oh, well, this is a conversation that, you know, we can continue to have. And she's like, no, like, if you don't believe <laughs> that there's a God, then Basically, no, then get out. Right. But at the same time, and, and religion is a, a strong one for me personally, but being married for 10 years, I also know that things change, right? Like, when I was 23, I was very much into um, the arts, right? Like I wanted to, I loved writing, I loved singing, I loved anything that had anything to do with the arts. Now I can kind of take it or leave it. And so then it's like, what What are you willing to kind of like grow with the person with? Like if, if I take up a new something, is that a deal breaker? And then what are your definitives? Like this, it has to be this way. Like, do you always have to have like at least 40,000 in your savings account or you can't live? You know right. what I'm saying? Right. Because if if the shit hit the fan and we need to pull that 40, is this is this divorce? Like, I need to know those types of things up front. Yeah, so. that makes sense. Yeah. But uh, you know what also makes sense? What? Um, I don't know if you remember or heard anything about it, but um, this is a topic that, that uh, Candy had brought up. Apparently, uh, Whoopi Goldberg uh, on The View. Yeah. Uh, she she had a couple of comments she made uh talking about uh the exact quote i i'm not gonna say it but uh it's gonna just kind of paraphrase basically saying the holocaust wasn't about race but between a quote two groups of white people right and everybody just blew her up like mm -hmm. everybody blew her up because she doubled down on it too she was just like no this is blah 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 and they pretty much the view suspended her for two weeks and she came back she apologized for the way she said it. But again, she doubled down saying, I still believe in what it is. Right. So ever since then, it's been pretty much a, a lot of a lot of just kind of going back and forth. And I was just wondering, like, what did you think about her comments? And what did you think? Uh, not necessarily about her having the right to say it, because everybody has the right to say what they feel. Right. But how do you feel about the what of the way she said it? So I I know a lot about the Jewish community as far as, like I said, my teacher in high school, you know, mm -hmm. was very avid about us, you know, learning about his culture, right. basically. Um, but I don't know that culture and um, religion is a part of race. And I, I truly do not understand what she said wrong. And I don't want to offend anybody. And I, and I don't, you know, want to have a, a drag out please in the don't, comments don't. Please, <laughs> about, about what I'm about to say. But um, from what I know, Jewish people who were strongly affected by the Holocaust, mm -hmm. um, although maybe from different parts of the world, they all classify as white. Yeah. Just like black people's origin is African. Like I I so like you can be Chinese, you can be Vietnamese, you you're Asian. Like so I don't understand. It's a lot of people, a lot of Asian people that are you know, that practice I mean they're Asian. They were born in like, you know, China or Japan. Right. But their religion 
Right. It's Buddhism. It's Buddhism. Or their religion is Christian. Right. Or, you know, that's that's so I so I kind of I kind of get what she was saying. I absolutely get what she was saying. And I, and I think that the way she said it may have been just a little skewed. I guess you could say because I, I personally I didn't have, like I said I didn't have a problem with what she said, but I think that if she wanted to expand on it a little bit more, she could have just said there were other factors that led to the Holocaust. You right. know what I'm saying? It wasn't just it wasn't based on it race. wasn't just like like slavery like like racism is a definite word. Racism. Right. The definition of racism is you hate genuinely hate a person based on their. Uh, color of their skin right gender that's all it says right that's based on your skin on the outward right that's not talking about what you are on the inside correct they don't that's not regarding your beliefs your belief system anything like that or what or what you're traditionally raised as it's like all of that stuff comes with culture all that stuff comes with culture correct so I think that like with, with Hitler's process was it wasn't just solely based on the fact that you know that he his thing was based solely on culture and right. religion. Right. You are Jewish. Jewish. I don't like Jews. Right. That's what he said. Right. So I don't like Jews, so I don't want you to be here. Right. I my opinion is this is this and this. I, I want the world to be this. Right. If you're not this, then you mean nothing to me, and you need to go away. Right. That's completely different. Than racism. Than racism. Right. I agree. So so it's so that's where I think the 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 people got a little too caught up in the wording and started looking at like actual like the definition of things. Right. I agree. And I, I think that um I think that she should be allowed to have her opinion. Yeah. I believe that if she's wrong that she should be educated and corrected. Yeah. Because when when people are wrong about the black and community... Loud, and loud wrong. Right. When people are are um, wrong about the black community, you know, we are very loud to correct them. Yes. So I, I do believe that every community has uh, permission to correct that. However, from ABC standpoint, mm-hmm. make sure you're correcting everybody who's loud. Mm-hmm. Because don't just pick and choose who you go exactly after, because and I don't remember her name but the little Republican white girl, uh, she talked out of the side of her neck for four straight seasons, never once. And I'm talking about the media ate her alive on the on the topics that she was just dead ass wrong about, and never one time did ABC suspend her. Never one time did ABC even make a statement about what she was talking about. And as soon as Whoopi said something, they jumped down her throat. And that I do not believe is fair. No. And it also perpetuates the narrative that Whoopi was talking about in the first place. As long as you're white, it doesn't matter what your culture is. It doesn't matter what you identify with. You're going to have a different experience in this world than you are going to be if your skin is brown. Yep. Period. Yep. And and y'all just y'all proved it. And, like she, and Whoopi has been there for, since the beginning. Hello. Like she's been there the entire time that that show's been on the air. Like the entire time. Exactly. The entire time. Exactly. So I I, I agree with you one hundred percent on that. Um, and it, what what threw me off is 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 the fact that she is actually. 
I heard she was an advocate for the Jewish community. Yeah, like she was married. Like she was. Was she? Yeah, I think she was married to somebody that was um, Jewish. Wow, I didn't know that. I think so. I'm not sure. Because I'm, I'm not, like I said, I'm not concrete or whatever. But yeah, but I, I, know, so. I know for but sure. I know, but I know that I remember her seeing like her date, you know, when she was like, you know, doing the movies and stuff yeah. like that. She was like dating like guys and guys were, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like right. it was all kinds of all over the place. So right. it's kind of like, so so for them to go out there and say that, oh, she's, you know, just off. Yeah. She's like, whoa, whoa. And the other thing that I wanted to say about that. I watch TMZ. I know trash television. Anywho, yeah. I, I watch them, and um, Harvey Levin is Jewish, right? And Harvey came out and was like, "You know what? Although you know, I don't necessarily agree with what she said. I don't think that ABC should have suspended, suspended her. And I do believe that the outrage, it, like your outrage, has to match the out- outrage from the community. And they do this shit to black people all the time." For example, they decided to change Aunt Jemima. Uh, sir, we didn't ask you to change the syrup. No, we asked you no. for rights. We, uh, want, we want equal rights. We asked you for voting laws. Like, like, like we exactly. asked you to uh, uh, for uh, anti lynching. Can we not be beaten down by the police based on our, our exactly. skin? Exactly, and and you police? changed syrup. Like, like, I don't care about the damn syrup. <laughs> exactly. Uncle so, Ben, y'all took Uncle Ben from me? Uncle Ben. For what, though? For what, though? How, like, does, I didn't how ask does that this. change our I didn't community? Ask for this. It's, exactly. that, it's that guilt. It's that whole, like, you know what? I'm, uh, so, I'm we, so tired. I want to go out there and pick, help fix something, so let's change the syrup. I, that is so that's dumb exact, to that's me. That's exactly how the process And went. I feel like in this situation... We should, the energy from ABC should have matched the energy from the Jewish community. And if the Jewish community said, we understand what she was saying, hey, let's just, you know, correct her and let her make the apology and we'll accept it and let's move on. Then ABC should have kept that energy. Yep. And I was very disappointed in them for that response because nobody was mad except ABC. And what's funny is, is this, and I, and and I've dealt with media before i've done the whole you know broadcasting thing whatever Mm -hmm. before and one thing i learned a long time ago and it's still true to this day is that if it bleeds it leads Mm -hmm. so anytime you get some kind of controversy whatsoever going Mm -hmm. you're going to always go out there and have more viewers because that's what gets people gassed up right and that's what always happens so that's what i think they allowed to do so you know what let's go out there and try to drum up some of these some more of these viewers by having them go out there and getting and it's that full Faux outrage kind of thing. Whereas, like, you know what, let's create a narrative that makes it look like one person's against a group of people. Right. That way we can have a, t- a nice little topic to talk about for a good couple of days to kind of drive some ratings up. And that's kind of what it is. And that's yeah. and that's exactly what it is. That's that's what they do. That's what a lot of those media people do. I agree. It's uh the thought of it just makes me upset. Well, why don't you talk about a little bit of love? Because it is February and it's still in the air. You know, Valentine's Day was Monday and everything. It is. And we all had to do this at some point. We all had to, if you're married or in a relationship, you all started off in a, as a date. Right. So, like, what would be your very worst first date experience? Jeez, I've had so many. All right. Let's take a sippy or whatever it is because it sounds uh, like it's going to be it, there's no alcohol in that that wouldn't help me she says that but I saw the bottle go ahead don't lie hmm? don't lie to these people like that <laughs> I am a social drinker 
<laughs> um, I think the worst one. Okay, so let's preface this by saying this, right? Uh, when you start dating at like 16, mm -hmm. right, your standards are extremely low. And the older you get, the more money you make, the more you see in life, the higher more experience. Yeah, the like the higher your expectations get. Mm -hmm. So when I was in college, I, I didn't have high expectations of first or of dates at all because the assumption in college is everybody's broke. Right. Right. So do the best you can. I'm looking for creativity here. You know what I mean? Because if you only got 20 bucks, I get it. So um, there was this guy that I liked um, when I went to Oakland University. I was a um, uh, a referee for intramural. That was my work study job. And so um, it was a whole team of refs. And um, it was this one guy that I liked. And for Valentine's Day, he's like, hey, I think we should go out and blah, blah, blah. blah. And I'm like, that's kind of dope because I, you know, didn't even think that he like saw me like that. Right. Mm hmm. So I'm like, okay, so like, what are we doing? Where are we going? He's like, no, 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 I got a surprise for you. I got a surprise for you. I want to remind you that it's February in Michigan. Okay. Yeah, Valentine's Day. It's Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. And so he's like, hey, meet me at the lake at like five o'clock. And I'm like, all right, cool. Thinking that my my dorm is on this side of campus his dorm is on that side of campus so we're meeting up at the lake as like a a come to point right like a meetup point like, yeah the the yeah it's the halfway point between our dorms mm -hmm. now the fact that you won't walk to my dorm has already gave me like an x Be i understand it's cross campus and it's february but like you can't come to my dorm okay cool so um when i <laughs> When I get to the lake, there is a picnic <laughs> that's set up <laughs> on the bridge that kind of goes like from one side of campus, it goes over the lake to the student center. And there's like <laughs> this picnic that's set up and it's freezing. I, yeah, I'm talking it's, about it's February it's 23 degrees February and ice on the ground. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you know, I wanted to do something romantic for you. So I wanted us to like sit by the water and watch the sunset. <laughs> but there's no water because it's 23 degrees outside. So it's ice. And I'm like, okay. And so like he has. I mean, those sunsets out in the wintertime do be busting. If the sun is out. But it's February in Michigan. In Michigan. Yeah. So pure um, Michigan. Pure Michigan. <laughs> so extremely long story short, um, there's a blanket and um, there's a lunch. And I'm like, I, um, is it possible that we can go inside the student center? Because it's fucking freezing out here. First of all. Second of all, we had what we call the fireside cafe inside of the student center. And there was like a fireplace. And, and I'm like, been, yeah, like it's public, but you could have kind of set that up. That actually probably would have been better because it, it's public and been like you showing your affection. That's something that I would have done. Exactly. And so he's like, no, the ambiance is out here. 
Like, no, okay. No, like that's. At this point, though, it's dead in my head. I'm like, okay, I just got like 20 minutes to get through this and then it'll be over. So we sit down, we start eating. He had this picnic basket. All right. First off, what was the, I want to know what was the, what was the vittles? What, what kind of vittles did he have together? What do you mean? What kind of food did he have in there? Or did he have food in there? <laughs> you telling me he didn't have no food in there? No, it was food in there. Oh. So so we're 18, right? So he had like these Welch's grape juice sparkling bottles. Um well, man, I thought you was about to say Capri Suns. I kind of would have preferred a Capri Sun yeah, at that I, point. Because it would have been like slushy. Nice. Um, That's the best kind. And then he had peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and strawberries. That's it. Huh. And I'm like, okay, he on a budget though. Like it's cool. Um, and so we sat out there. <laughs> we started eating the peanut butter and jelly sandwiches that are frozen at this point. Mm-hmm. And if you know anything about Oakland's campus, um, they have ducks. Yeah. That are yeah, extreme. The, yeah. yeah. Oh, the, the geese. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're and, aggressive and as hell. They're aggressive. Yeah, they'll fight you. Like literally fight you. They stole our lunch. They rode up on us and took our peanut butter. <laughs> They put they debo they debo y'all uh, the picnic. I was like, so give me I was damn, so scared. Give me your damn drinks. Yep. And so that was pretty much the end of the day. And then he's like, Hey, do you want to come back to my dorm room? No. No, I don't. No, I'm good. And I'm like, he really expected though, like, for me to come back and like Netflix and this was before Netflix, obviously, but like Netflix and chill. In his dorm room. Like, you could have started off with that, with the picnic, like, in the middle of your room, and it might have been something. But you literally had us outside in the cold, in the snow, and we got attacked by the geese. I was out. Never spoke to him again. Not even at work. Them geese, them geese would sound like the Fairlane geese that we used to have over Definite. They were definitely Fairlane geese. Okay, because those, they will, they will chase you. They will hunt you down and they will take all of your food. I've seen it. I've actually seen it. So, um, so this happened, obviously for me, it was way before, um, Way before, like like you said, Netflix and like a lot of people having pictures and on their Facebook pages and things like that. Facebook, I don't even think Facebook was around then. Mm-hmm. But um, this is when back in the kids' day, back in our day, kids, we used to do things called blind dates, mm-hmm. where somebody say, "Hey, you know what? I think somebody would be good for you." Yeah. Oh, okay. What they look like? Oh, they look like this. And then you'd be like, "Okay, yay, nay, whatever. Give them my phone number, blah blah blah, whatever." That's right. how things used to be. And the one very bad first date that I've that I can remember right off the top of my head when I was asked was I remember this girl, she you know, the description that was given to me was kind of like, you know, the actress uh, Tasha Smith. Yes. All right. She looked like her, uh-huh. but she was a little bit bigger, like a little bit thicker. And I was like, oh, OK, cool. I, I can kind of roll with that. No big deal. Right. So we. She wanted to go to this. Uh, basically, it was she wanted to go here, went to the movies to go see this. And, you know, I forgot what the movie was, but she picked like the places that she wanted to go. I was fine with going to do whatever. Mm-hmm. It's no big deal. So as soon as I pull up, she's like complaining, not about me being late or nothing like that, because I wasn't late. But she was complaining. And I'm talking about about all this other stuff. That's not related to us. Okay. We're supposed to be trying to get to know each other. And right. the entire night was her complaining about 
I mean, what something. was it about? Like, was it like my hair not right, my nails not yeah, right? Like, like I don't like, feel comfortable. Like it was, it wasn't related to her comfort level. Uh-huh. It was related to other things, like outside of of it. Oh, like, it was like my mama tripping. Yeah, stuff my like brother that. Getting on my nerves. Nerd, stuff like that. Stuff that you know. I'm like, okay. Neither like, here nor there. Yeah, like kind of like, uh, okay, whatever. So he went to eat and like what she got, she didn't like it. And the movie was too long, shit like that, and blah blah blah. And I'm like, yo, like this, this bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like the fuck. Like, is anything good? For anything good at all? Right. And. The, she that was the worst date that I can think of because <laughs> it was like no no kind of fun for me at all. I had no fun. I've never had a date even to this you know even you know now. But right, I've never had a date where I was just like yo. I, I don't. I'm not one of those guys that I just tell you to like drop like you know what we just gonna kill this. The mm-hmm. last time I cut somebody off or cut things off was on prom night, mm-hmm. and that was when one of my boys we was. All, you know, it was my prom date and his prom date, and he was up there acting like a little girl. And he was up there like, like man, like my girl, she was because the girl he went to prom with was older, mm-hmm. so she already did the prom thing. This mm-hmm. was our prom, mm-hmm. and he, so she didn't want to go do anything after the prom or anything. Mm-hmm. So he was like, "Hey, well, I'm gonna go with her because, I mean, I do," and I'm like. Nick, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is our prime. Like, this is our prime. Right. I was like, she can get the hell up out of here. Right. And she's not going to kill it for everybody like, else. You know what I'm saying? Killing, like, like, exactly. It's like, right. you can roll with us and she, we can go take her wherever she needs to go. I was like, but this is our prime. This is our only prime. Right. No, I'm just going to I'm like, man, get out of here. Like, get, that's like, so I kicked him out of there or whatever. And then me and my prime date went and did whatever we did. Right. It was very similar to that, whereas like, I, I, I very rarely have done things like that where I just said, you know what, I'm just gonna cut bait and just kill this thing. I wasn't. I mean, I'm a gentleman. I'm not gonna go out there and just tell her to get the hell out. I was thinking that the entire time, right, or whatever. And then she had the nerve to go out there and like want to come in for like a hug or whatever, mm-hmm. like and everything. And like I had a good time and blah blah blah. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she wasn't reading anything that I was. I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but how do you have a good time when you complain like that for the whole night? I don't know. I don't know. And then on top of that, she gave me a hug. You know, she was a little musty. <laughs> she was a little musty. A lot of people don't think that she was a little musty. And I was like, that just that just that killed the entire that killed the entire like the night was already done. The night, the absolute night was a little done. It was already done. She went in, and, and, and I'm talking about when I, you know, when you hug and you get that little gust of the air or whatever. Her her hug air was a little musty, and I know it wasn't me because you know I, I you know I, I know what I smelled like when I left there or whatever <laughs> and everything. So it was a little musty. So I was like, yeah, I'm good. And I was like, like kind of like she was like, we should do this again. I'm like, mm-hmm, like. <laughs> Entire, I was like, mm, yeah, okay. I wasn't expecting that. So then, so then, of course, like a couple of days later, like she texts me, like, because we, because this is before like camera phones, really, and stuff right, like right. that. And so she texts me, like, like, the Nokia's. Yeah, like she uh-huh. again, like, <laughs> I had the razor, I had the the Motorola oh, razor. Oh, you was killing the game. Oh yeah, because I had color mm-hmm. on that boy. Woo, you couldn't tell me nothing. Anyway, right. She had the nerve to go out there and text me. It was like, hey, can we go? I was like, no. And I was like, no, I'm good. I just told her straight up, like, no. And she was like, why? And I was like, I wanted to just kind of go off and be like. Because you was busty. I, I was thinking that same like I was thinking as I was holding my phone, I was like, man, that's a lot to test though, text though. I was like, man, she was musty as hell. Shit. 
Damn. I'm like, no. I was like, no, I'm good. No, thank you. She's like, why? And I'm like, well, nah, I just don't get it going to work. Blah, blah, blah. But yeah, that, that was that was the worst. That was probably the worst absolute first uh, first date for me. So, so but yeah, love was in the air, but not the, it's, it's something else in that air. It sounds that like it. She was, that has got to be the worst. I mean, musty too. It wasn't like like just like oh, just a little bit. It was like woo, like mm. one of those words. Like like I'm not gonna say locker room. Oh, but it was like it was lesser than locker room. But it was more than just oh, you were just nervous and you might have just been a little you like know, sweaty a little, a little bit, sweaty a little, a little bit. It was it was a little bit in the middle. It was just like oh, mm. kind of like one of those words. Just like what? Oh, that's you, sis. That's tough. No, that smell was tough. It was because it was, Listen, it was I've ex- unexpected. I've experienced that too, and it was the worst because we were in the movie theater, and he kept trying to like do oh, the the wrap oh, around, the whole- and, and I'm like dodging because all I could think about is if I'm if his arm is around me, then my hair is going to be nuzzled into this musty armpit, and then I'm gonna have musty hair, and I. That must have been strong too. The thought of that made me want to die. That that smell and made so me want to die. Every time he hit that, I was like, okay. Mm. Yeah, don't do that. Mm. Well, you know what? That was lots of fun today. What we just talked about. A lot of it ended on must. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> Mustiness. I just that's the key. That's the that's the whole key to this whole thing. Don't be musty. Don't be musty. Don't Especially be musty. on your first date. First a, date. A first impression is a lasting impression. To this day, I no. I can't even look at Tasha Smith the same no more. Oh, uh, you think she musty too? No, I don't think she musty, <laughs> but she might be. She I have flashbacks. Be. It's PTSD. That's tough. I'm so sorry that happened to you, Coach. Now that I, I, I recovered. I see. I You're doing pretty well for yourself. I think now. I'm doing all right now. But I mean, like right then and there, like woo, like all right, like you, sister, like you, you need some of this old spice. You Not need, old spice. Like old she, spice makes must worse. X makes she, must something, worse. Something. She needed something. She uh, needed something strong. Whatever she needed wasn't working. So that is hilarious. Um. So what we'll do is go out there and go through all of our sponsors because we're you know almost wrapping this up. So okay. I just want to give a shout out to my boy Jeff. Uh, he not only owns his uh, curry service which is more elite more elite logistics llc um he's a he's also now a owner of debo's restaurant in southfield that's awesome so congratulations so he is opening up in march so he's gonna go ahead and get us popping on there and once i get all the other pertinent information as far as uh what kind of deals he's got going on he'll let me know and you know we'll get on that we'll let all the people know yeah also my friend ashley she still has her uh, apothecary business it's Mm -hmm. called am7apothecary.com go on the website it's got great products candles Music and overall grape vibes, like everything you need, everything you could possibly think of, she's on it. Um, they got some new merchandise coming out in March, so that, again, stay tuned for that. Yep. And also, Candy, she also one, you know, one of our co-hosts on this program. She actually has her own business as well. It's called Exceptional Rubies, where the business is body sculpting, lashes, and skincare products. Yep. So all your esthetician needs, Candy all of it. can get, get it all together. together. Yep. Get it all. Get it all there. So also speaking of Candy, she also just started her podcast with a friend of hers, Alicia. She actually, uh, Alicia actually was on our show before. Um, promoting um, a business that her husband was dealing with. Okay, uh, it's them two now. This called the podcast is called Two Dope Chicks 
podcast. It's a part of the Wokish Podcast universe, so we're expanding. So just let you guys expansion. know. Expansion. Expansion. We, we, we moving up. We building. We building black together. We building black. I like that. Do you want us to put that in our intro? I, yeah, I, I do. Actually. I like it. Okay. I, I came up with that. You I put did. That in. I actually, yeah, that's I good that. stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm smart sometimes. You know, you know, I, I mean, it's, it's few and far between, but we'll take it. Anyway, we uh, they're going to be up there broadcasting live, apparently, tomorrow at 11.15 on Sundays. That's what they're planning on doing. So every Sunday, check them out, 11.15. Uh, they're going to be obviously adding all of our stuff to their stuff. So, you know, hey, like when you want to look for them, look for us. Absolutely. You get everything you need. You get our podcast, you get their podcast, you get your, you get, you know, we, 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 we build it. We build it. We're building. So, uh, and just know that every time you support one of our sponsors, you also support this podcast. You help us keep going. Yep. And we are absolutely here for you. We want, um, the podcast community to, know us and and know that we represent our culture and our community and we want as many avenues and and black businesses to win out here and yep. we want to be the vehicle that that helps run that so thank you guys so much for listening as always and until the next episode bye stay fresh not musty